Hey everyone, welcome to Thriving Marriage with Mark and Bethany. This is our weekly discussion of marriage and family in the Christian life. And today we have a topic that has come and it's going to be kind of time stamped to the current issue, the current cultural issue of this COVID-19 global pandemic. We want to talk about how to wisely respond to people about mm-hmm. this issue. Yeah. Because what we've come to see and I, probably everyone who listens to this has come to see is that there is a vast, diverse spectrum of opinions yes. about what is happening right. and how to go about lovingly, wisely handling the situation. And yeah. some people are silently sitting on their opinions and maybe um, not using any words, but forming judgments and thoughts about other people. <laughs> right. Others are very vocally yeah. uh, expressing what they think everyone ought to do about this. Mm-hmm. And so what we want to do in this episode is say, how do we as husband and wife respond to the vast spectrum of opinions about COVID-19? Yeah, because there's going to be these conversations like we've had in the last week, two weeks with some neighbors, there's been friends, there's been family members. And um, I think one of the ones we want to share is that uh, I was outdoors with the kids. You know, you got to get out right you now. You went outside of I'm, the house? You have to for sanity's <laughs> sake. Your mental health. For my mental health. It was essential. It was essential. It this essential. is an essential thing. But we were just in the cul-de-sac with bikes and chalk and our, our five, right? So the four kids and me, no other family members, no friends, no one else. And a neighbor came out and was pretty fired up because his first question with his wife actually yelling from inside the house, she never came out. Was, it wasn't essential for her to come outside. No, she she was staying in. <laughs> yes. Was, are these all your children? And I mean, he was very upset, the tone, everything. Yeah. And we ended up having a conversation. Yes, these in fact are all my children. I have four. You got to cut him some slack. He saw like a bunch <gasps> of kids all in one spot. A he, gaggle. He, he thought... <laughs> <laughs> he thought you were hosting like a neighborhood party, but yeah. it was just our offspring. It was just ours. And, you know, there had been two neighborhood boys that had actually biked near us, but they were playing somewhere else. I mean, we really weren't interacting with other people. We're trying to keep our distance, follow the rules. But he, we had this long conversation about how he said, we need to keep people safe. We need to make wise choices. We need to make sure we're not playing with other people or, you know, interacting. And by, and by we, he meant He you. meant me. He meant me. So that was a pretty aggressive, I mean, it felt very aggressive and he did ease up once I said they are my own children, but you could just tell he was coming out there to lay down the law. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was working outside in my backyard and I had a neighbor come over and, um, I walked over and I stopped probably 10 feet away Uh and I was like, Hey, how's it going? And. And, uh, and I, I like sh- did a, um, air shake, air handshake <laughs> yeah. and then laughed about it. And then I, I think I took like one step closer and yeah. he's like, Whoa. Keep, and he said, keep your distance. Oh, we're taking this very seriously. Okay. And yeah. No, like, it's okay. Yeah. Older and, gentlemen. And, and, and you I know. said, good, you know, yeah. like we, we are too, we're taking it seriously. Totally. Um, but there's just this tension that yeah. people, w- what we've seen in our neighborhood, Yes. There, there is a tension. There's a concern. It's not just limited to our neighborhood. It's right. in our country. Right. Um, there, there are some that are kind of on that extreme that are right. being 
extra, yeah. extra, extra careful. Yeah. And then there are others on the opposite extreme who are like, ah, well, if we're going to get it, we're going to get it. And who, you know, <laughs> like I think about the neighbor who has the garage open and multiple other neighbors in there yeah. hanging out. Like right. it's just a party. Just come right. on over, hang out. Yeah. I mean, this isn't a big deal. Same neighborhood. Right? Yeah. Right. So, so there are people and they're maybe very vocal about those opinions too, right. or it's like, you know, Don't everyone's, stress out. everyone's overthinking this, everyone's yeah. overreacting. And so yeah. we're just acknowledging there is a, a vast spectrum here. Yes. Uh, and some people are very vocal about their opinions. Others are very quiet about their opinions, but we right. think that a lot of people have strong opinions about this mm-hmm. and we want to make sure we respond wisely and intentionally and carefully to them. Yeah. Even just within our family, our extended family, there, yes. there are family members that, uh, just have expressed, keep distance, don't get together, don't see each other. And, uh, we're honoring that, but it was, it was really important for us. And this is really the first principle we want to give really important for us to sit down and as husband and wife, get on the same page. Yes. So that's the first point. If we're going to wisely respond to people about this virus situation, the first thing we need to do is make sure we agree with each other and even to sharpen one another as we think through this and talk through this and develop convictions about this. Yeah. So developing unity is step number one. Yeah. And there's huge value in that. I mean, I just even think back to when um, our family was communicating something about what they expected us to do. Yeah. And, you know, it's a little bit of intense, but we, before I even really responded, I, I was like, I need to talk to Mark about this. Yeah. Like this was early on. We need to be on the same page. I need to figure out what are, what are our decisions? What is our stance? We need to talk through it so that I know how how we should respond and make sure that I'm not responding one way and you're responding another way and all of a sudden, you know, we we have now different perspectives or whatever. So it's super important even in that situation for me to go to you and say, "Hey, let's let's figure out what our our ideas here. What what's our plan here going forward?" And Let's get on the same page. I needed that. Yeah. And this is essential for a husband and wife on all issues. Right. Not just this virus issue. Um, it, it, it is important for us to be unified. Mm-hmm. We're a team. We're a family unit. And uh, our kids are watching totally. our example. Our, totally. Hopefully our neighbors are watching our example. And so we yeah. want to have this unified front where we have talked, we've sat down, we've had a focused conversation and we're on the same page. Uh, so you, you know, if I were to speak to someone about something, I would know that you support me and that I'm representing right. us well. Right. And the same can be said about you. If you're talking to a neighbor, you're representing us well. Right. Like we like to say, Team Kelly. I mean, we're, we're Team Kelly. That's right. Which means we're together on this, you and I. And then we are also, I think, even taking it a step further and making sure our kids are on the team as well. They're on the team whether they like it or not. But even just taking our unity, our decisions and discussion and make sure that they know how we stand and how to communicate to other people in the neighborhood if they come across other kids playing or what they should or shouldn't do, make sure they're also aware of that. Yes. So what if a husband and wife are (laughs) not on the same page? And so we're, we're just kind of assuming... When we say get unified, maybe yeah. that that's going to be an easy process. Right. <laughs> but we know from personal experience yeah. and, you know, everyone yeah. can testify that it's not always a simple or fast conversation right. to just get on the same page. So what do we do when 
that's kind of a struggle. Well, I think for us, we both, we always talk it out and hear both persons' ex- perspective. Often, like sometimes we are on different sides of the story here. And even in this, you know, I might be a little bit more like, oh, it's fine. We'll be fine. I want to okay, see people. Time out. Time out. You were way more like, oh, whatever. And I'm like already a germaphobe. So I'm like, well, I, we got to be careful. How many I, times have you washed your hands? No, and I'm like, it'll be okay. <laughs> let's yeah. go. Let's go hang out with people. But but what we did is we talked about it. You, I was able to hear why you're so concerned, and you had more information than me, partly. And then it was just sort Typically. of Typically. right. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Speaking of, the, yeah, go ahead. Go uh, ahead. Okay, about this a specific area, you had more information about it, and so then it was just me understanding where you're coming from, and then it was just kind of like I said, well, what do you think we should do? And you, I mean, it wasn't hard for me to go along with it because I had heard your perspective, all the information you'd learned about it, what the government had been saying, you'd been really keeping up on that. So I just kind of had to, I mean, put myself under your authority there. Sure. Okay. So this, this is going to turn into a fuller conversation. Yes. This needs an episode all to itself. Totally. And so let's do this. Open let's a can say, of worms. Let, let's pick this up in the next episode that we offer. Okay. And it'll be called something like this. When you know you're 100% right. <laughs> <laughs> I always know that. Yeah. And I always know that. So, <laughs> you know, but sometimes yeah. for some reason we're, right. we have different answers. Yeah. So, um, you're going to have to work to yeah. get on the same page yeah. and we're going to deal with that in its own episode later. So we want to be on the same page one, because that's important. Just for, uh, it's a fundamental for us as husband and wife, but two, it allows us to be uh, intentional about the way we care and love the people in our sphere of influence. And that's really the second thing that we want to offer here today is um, be careful and uh, intentional, calculated in the way you show care and concern for people. Um, the last thing I want to see happen is an effort that we make get misunderstood or perceived to be as unloving and insensitive and, you know, you don't care about me. And I'm afraid with this, with heightened sensitivities in this virus situation, some of our gestures and our efforts to be caring might be misunderstood to be unloving, uncaring, and unwise. Yeah. And I think in dealing with our neighbors and other people around us, it's so important to be loving. And we, and of course, that's what you're saying. But I'm even trying to think, okay, wh- how does this person, are they stepping away from me? Are they kind of not wanting to talk or talk? I mean, we were talking with another neighbor trying to offer help to her. She lives alone, but I was keeping my distance because I want to communicate. I mean, I love you and I'm checking in on you, but I also know you may, you may not want me around right now. Maybe you are very heightened awareness and trying to stay away. And so there's just this, I'm trying to really think about that other person, read their signs and, and just still in, in keeping my distance say, Hey, I love you. We want to check in. We want to see how you're doing and, um, see what they need. If they have any needs, kind of just kind of offer to be there, which is hard to do right now because there's not much we can do. I don't know if they don't want us near, it's like that, that makes it more difficult, but just in communicating that. So Mm -hmm. we do want to be careful and show our love. 
That's right. Yeah. And we've been, I think, making efforts to, to clarify our motives and just expressing, hey, is there anything we can do right. to help you? And we, you know, we've been having those kinds of conversations with neighbors more than before. Yeah. And so that's, that's a really neat thing about this. But, you know, the reason I'm approaching your front yard is not because (laughs) I want to get you sick. It's because I want to see if there's anything I can do. If, if what you want me to do is go back to my house, (laughs) sure, I'll do that. But I want you to know that I I care about you and we're right across the street if you need us. Yeah. I, I think something else to bring up as we're just in this point, number two, being careful is, um, you know, make sure you're, you're not responding. I don't know how else to say it, but like, I don't, I don't want to be an aggressive response or hostile response. I mean, some of these conversations, I could tell there was heightened emotions. We're talking about that neighbor who comes out and he's basically coming out. Are these all your children? I mean, arms were on the hips and everything. And I even felt in my heart, just some, a little bit of, whoa, you know, whoa, 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 whoa. Like that little feistiness coming out. And I had to stop right then and pray and think I, I have a larger, um, goal in my communication with him of, I know particularly he, he's not a Christian and I want to make sure that I can communicate a real sensitivity and not get fired up when he's accusing me of something that's not going on. It's not about winning the argument. Right. So it was, you know, just, just kind of making, remaining calm as well. If there is some hostility or anger, or you shouldn't do that kind of pointing in our, our faces of things, just remaining, you know, cool headed. That's right. And I just want to make a quick observation that Bethany, my sweet wife, who, you know, she can be feisty at times, she can be aggressive at times, is here making the comment of uh, being careful to not be overly aggressive. <laughs> I think feisty is a word sure. that you could just use yeah. to describe me. I yeah. just highs and lows right. and, you know, I feel it. That's I right. can feel it. But So, so <laughs> let, me, let me see if I understood you correctly. Yes because I was distracted by the feistiness. Yes. Um, what you're saying is it's not as much about winning the argument with a neighbor right. or justifying, you know, right. your actions. It's it's more about taking a big picture stance and thinking I want to show this person that I care about them and that um, I have even uh, a trust and a peace about this situation because right. I I am a Christian and I have a relationship with the Lord that changes my perspective on everything. Mm-hmm. Um and I am respecting the government's yes, orders here. Yeah, sure. I am out here with my own children, just out outside, but I am respecting what our government... I'm not above yeah. it. I'm not trying to go around it. I, right. I want to communicate that as well. Even though I trust God, I'm still listening to what our government is saying to do. So um, let's just maybe, as we try to wrap things up here, think about a couple ways we've been intentional to show care. So... We've been walking around our neighborhood getting exercise and we've been totally. uh, trying to be neighborly with yeah. the people around us and meet people, talk to people, ask if we can help and um, bring people supplies and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's been one thing. Uh, is there another thing that you want to add that we've done? I mean, praying for people in our neighborhood. We've been talking about it as a family and talking about why we can trust in the Lord and why we're not fearful in this um, situation, why we're not up at night or freaked out or, you know, whatever. We've been talking about that as family and praying for other people who don't have that same peace and assurance that God is in control. And we can share that with our neighbors. We're praying for you, right? We share that. I've shared that with one of my neighbors and they're like, oh, thank you. You know, they just, they will take any of the prayers right now because 
this particular neighbor is fearful. And so I think that's another way we can care is letting them know even that we're praying. Yeah. Well, and and then also just to add another one, that was kind of two that you just gave. One, <laughs> one was to pray, and then a second uh-huh. one was to verbalize uh, our faith. I like to give a one yeah, and then a, like a one B when yeah, I can. So like kind of lump it all together. Yeah, yeah, it's good. So a f- uh, fourth, okay, you yeah. to, is uh, yesterday mm-hmm. we enabled we allowed and enabled our kids to put up a little um, stand yes. outside of our house. Yes. That so we had this little pop up tent thing, this yeah. little half tent, little dome, right? And um, they put some toys mm-hmm. that they wanted to give away, yep. and then like some canned food and water. Yep, yep. right. <laughs> and they raided put a, the pantry. Yeah, yep. yeah. They, so generous of them <laughs> to go into our pantry and offer yeah. food for free. Um, and they put a little sign together that yep. said free, and they put it out on the street. Mm-hmm. And we, there's kind of a high traffic street close by, and so a bunch of people. Or drove, walking by. Drove by and walked by and saw this little stand of free stuff. Mm-hmm. And most people, like 99.99% of the people didn't take anything yeah. because they probably thought it was infected yeah. with coronavirus. <laughs> right. They're like, no <laughs> but, way. Um, but everyone like had the oh yeah, moment that's where true. it's like, oh, that's so nice that you kids are doing that and they're waving. and Right. So, right. And did you see the sign that they had? They had a little sign that says, we love because he first loved us, Mm. set out. So, you know, a small way to say this is why we want to love our neighborhood, our community. We want to be generous. And it was, yeah, it was awesome. (laughs) So cute. precious, cute. Um, But really that probably didn't supply people with like physical needs as much as it really sent a message that our house, our family, we're here to care for our neighborhood. Yeah. um, So that's the kind of message that we want to send and caring for people. Totally. Totally. So we need to come up with a challenge. <laughs> what is the challenge? The time has come. Um, in summary, we gave two points. Yes. One is to be, well, first, recognizing there's a vast spectrum here. Mm-hmm. One, we want to be unified on what we believe and how we want to go through this. And right. then two, from that unity, we want to come up with ways strate- to strategically show love to the people in our sphere of influence. So I just think there's two points to talk about there. Mm-hmm. Are you unified? What do you got? What, what's your stance on this? How do you want to respond to people? And then two, what are some specific, tangible ways you can show about? Love it. Good. Good challenge. Sign us off. All right. Well, thanks so much for signing in and we will see you next time. See you. <laughs>